Follow Katie Wolf and 360 online at mix1049.com.au. It is 12 minutes away from 11 o'clock and joining us live on the line is Hospitality NT CEO Alex Bruce. Good morning to you, Alex. Good morning, Katie. Now, Alex, I understand that there is a new campaign which has kicked off uh, aimed at really trying to get workers to the Territory to work in the hospitality industry. Yes, um, we're doing a couple of things twofold. Um, firstly, we, we want as many Territorians as possible in our businesses. Uh, that, that always is our preference. Mm. Um, and so we're, we're doing something locally, encouraging people to think about picking up a second job in our industry. You know, we, we, we do have hours available, meaning that you can still be studying or still be doing a full-time job elsewhere and, you know, come along, help us out, get a bit of cash, enjoy a great and great working environment as well. Um, and, you know, save up for your next adventure or, or whatever you want to do. Yeah, well, I think it's a fantastic idea. I mean, if we're able to get more Territorians in those second jobs, obviously be a good thing, means that money gets spent here in the Territory as well. Um, but then I suppose if we can't fill all of those jobs with locals, where do we look to? Yeah, so that's it. That's our second prong, um, targeting interstate as strongly as possible, especially all those uh, miserable wet cold areas. I shouldn't say that too much with some of the water down in Sydney right now, I suppose. Yeah. But, you know, they're heading into uh, their their unwelcoming months of the year. We're about to hit, hit our strides up here. So we're, we're, we're wanting to piggyback. Tourism Australia has done a pretty good campaign for the last six months across the country. Mm-hmm. The holiday here this year, uh, you may have seen some of the imagery, you know, it was on social media, TV, radios, print. Uh, we've wanted to pick up off the back of that and run a bit of a work here this year, you know, very yep. similar imagery, uh, promoting all the great things you can come up here and experience on your day off or, or two. Uh, but, you know, don't just come up for a holiday. How about you come up for a working holiday? Yeah, well, and and that's the thing. It would be wonderful if we were able to do that. Like, how many positions are we needing to fill at the moment? Oh, look, we did a survey in the back end of last year and over 50% of our, all of our businesses uh, that responded have shortages and had increasing shortages ramping right up until about April mm-hmm. um, when we hit the, the key acute shortages for us. Um, and, you know, that, that makes sense when you think about by about April, you're wanting your teams absolutely in your businesses on the ground running as we, we kick off what forward bookings are telling us is going to be a good dry season for the domestic travellers at least. Yeah, well, and, you know, I guess uh, we, we want to make sure that we're as busy as possible. We want to make sure there's as many people visiting as possible. Uh, but some of our different uh, different businesses will be certainly hoping they've got the staff to be able to cover it. That, that, that's it. And, and we are still COVID-affected in that regard. You know, we're not we're not getting the working holiday makers coming through. We're not getting the backpackers. We're not getting the uh, skilled migrants coming uh, from inter- international places at the moment. You know, we hope that with vaccines rolling out across the globe, we can start to look at that certainly by the end of this year. But for this key dry season, you know, it's almost like those old... Um, Army posters from yesteryear. Hospitality NT needs you. Yeah. Come, come join us. Yeah. Well, and, and look, we're all hoping that they do. Uh, no doubt about that. Um, 
How are we going, though, in terms of, I mean, do you feel from a hospitality sort of perspective, and I know that this is something we've spoken about over the last couple of weeks or so, uh, you know, following on from that vision that we saw on A Current Affair and some of the issues that we do have when it comes to to crime and antisocial behaviour, do you think that that has an impact in terms of trying to to get people to move interstate to work here? Uh, Look, sadly, unfortunately, yes, we we do. Um, And we heard that from some of our accommodation providers down in Alice Springs last week, off the back of all of that airing, uh, where uh, they may have lost a couple of interstate workers that they'd been talking to quite closely on on relocating and uh, joining the Alice Springs community. Um, A couple of them did pull out and and, and cite uh, the the antisocial behaviour and crime issues in the town as, as one of the reasons why they decided not to relocate. So mm. we do think it does put a dampener, especially in Alice and, 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 and Tennant Creek and the Barclay. Yeah. Um, and it's just so unfortunate because, you know, uh, at the other end of it, we, 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 we got this briefing recently that showed compared to every other capital city, our accommodation, you know, it's not, it's not all roses, but it's doing significantly better than the other capital cities. Our forward bookings are looking better. Yep. Our food and beverages, the restaurants, cafes, you know, uh, if they don't get their workforce shortages sorted out, they'll actually, unfortunately, still keep throttling their businesses for the day trade. And it's not because there isn't the demand from the customer. It's just yeah. we're missing the workers. So in all of that, we absolutely agree. You know, the crime issues that the community is crying out about, it is real, it is substantial, but it is just so disappointing because we've got this such a other wonderful story to mm. charge forward with up here. Yeah, and that's the really tough thing. You know, even for us on air, we find that daily, that you want to be talking about all the positive stuff, but, you know, fundamentally we've got to try and sort out these uh, these other issues as well. And so I can totally understand then how all of our industries are, are feeling the same way. That, that, that's it, and, and, and I was listening to your program this morning where, where you were speaking to the police and, and, and their views, and, you know, we're, we're out there very publicly acknowledging our appreciation of them and the health workers for keeping us all safe over the last 12 months, but, you know, any talk where we're just going to get out the rule book and start rewriting laws on takeaway alcohol again when we've tried that for decades um, and when you prohibit large parts of the territory, that's why we get the itinerant problems up here. I don't know if there's a connection then to further restrict our businesses up here and what image would that be to our tourists when they land on the plane and get out of Darwin. So, you know, uh, we agree that there should be an absolute rethink versus just getting out the tired old drums and banging them again, to be honest. Yeah, and and I think, I guess we as a community kind of all need to get together to do that, but it feels like it's something we've been doing for some time, Alex. So it's, it's really hard, isn't it? It's uh, one step forward, two steps back, unfortunately. It yeah. feels like we, we participate with uh, all, all the different relevant stakeholders in, in the discussion. We think there are things that could be changed that would, which industry would support that would really assist the frontline responders and hopefully over time address some of the underlying social problems. But, you know, we don't ever see them getting advanced. We just we just continually see a rush to the rule book. Mm. Hey, I do want to ask you, we know that it is pretty much a year on from, uh, you know, from, well, the day that ScoMo had said tomorrow at midday all pubs, gyms, etc. had to close. Um, we know that it was meant to be for six months. For Darwin, it did only end up those eight weeks, as we've sort of touched on. Um, uh, you know, how are... How are you guys and how is the industry feeling following on from really what's been a year of, of ups and downs? 
Oh, that's it. It's it, it's been every emotion under the sun thrown in, and uh, you know we're not dissimilar from the rest of the community in that regard. Like. If you do just remember to a year ago, they were changing the rules every 24, 48 hours. Uh, two days before our businesses got announced that they would be closing, we had all the tradies in uh, redesigning the venues, putting in partitions because you could have a uh, 100 people in each partitioned area and the government had provided some support for that. So, you know, but by the time we, we finally uh, got shot on TV on, on the Sunday night, um, it was just so much information so quickly. Fast forwarding um, through the reopening and all the relevant stages and the uh, continual rewrite of the Chief Health Officer's directions and the hotspot declarations as they've changed, um, you know, yeah. it's a year that you wouldn't wish on anyone and yet at the same time, uh, you know, honestly, if we look around the country, we wouldn't want to be anywhere else yeah. other than the Territory. It is very true. Well, Alex Bruce, it's always good to catch up with you, mate. CEO of Hospitality NT. We'll talk to you again in the very near future. Cheers, Katie. Thanks Thank you.